0: Welcome to Meet Me Here. I'm your host, Shigo Boccaccio, and this is my motherfucking podcast. Hello! I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. If it is your first time here, welcome. If you are a regular schmegular, I love you. Thank you. Your girl has been in a funk. I've been feeling kind of low and down because of everything that's going on in the world, Free Palestine, but it's just been really heavy on my heart like you know when you even go on social media social media for me was always like the release like you know you go on there and you see funny videos or whatever it is but everything just feels so heavy and then on top of that the sun is setting at like 5 pm and there's barely any sunshine today is a good day if you guys are watching this on video there's a little bit of this at there's a little bit of sunshine there's a sunshine rays shining on my face if you will english thank you very much So yeah, my mood has been kind of like gloomy and low, like even my TikTok algorithm has not been (laughs) algorithming. okay? Like, there's just been so much drama. Oh my gosh, let me tell you about this tea, okay? So there's these two women who've been fighting online, not really fighting, but let me tell you what my algorithm has been giving. So there's these two Black women, one of them is called Selena, and one of them is called Morgan, I want to say. Morgan is a travel nurse, and Selena works at a gas station. She works at Circle K. So here's the tea. Selena posted a video talking about, oh, you know, nurses these days, they don't necessarily get into the profession because they want to make a difference or help people. They just kind of like get into it for the bag. You know, they want to say, oh, yeah, I work three days a week and then travel the rest of the time or whatever it is. Like their bedside manner is terrible or whatever. Like it was a very casual, like rant if rents can be casual. So yeah, she was just going in on nurses. Not really going in. She was just expressing her opinion on what um, nurses are like these days, which honestly, TBH is true. These days, people are like, let me just get into nursing because of the paycheck. And it's not a bad thing to go into a profession for a paycheck. I mean, that's why all our African parents want us to be doctors and lawyers because they want us to have good paychecks, yeah? Now, in comes Morgan who, by the way, has a really big following. She's a travel nurse and has built her following on giving, like, nurse tips and um, just sharing her experiences and, you know, one of those people who are influencers in their profession. That's kind of the vibe she gives. She decides to stitch Selena's video and she went in. She had some valid points, but it was all overshadowed by how she ended the video. She said, essentially, what are you talking about? You work at Circle K, stay in your lane. Like, don't talk on nurse's business because you don't know anything about it. Now, listen, Selena's perspective was coming from a customer, okay? A patient. So the fact that Morgan decided to be like, oh, you work at Circle K and be all snooty about it, that's where the drama started. So because Morgan has a following, everyone is like, oof, girl, not you tearing down another Black woman. Like, why are you doing all that? And then the drama becomes even more intense because what happens is people start calling Circle K trying to get Selena fired and Selena finally gets fired because In the video that she posted originally, she was wearing a jacket and you could tell what kind of uniform she was wearing, which is where Selena went wrong. She had her uniform on. You should not be ranting on TikTok with your uniform. Hello? Please. So Selena goes back on the internet and is like, y'all ain't shit because guess what? Y'all called Circle K and got me fired. Now, everyone thinks obviously it's Morgan. Do I feel like Morgan picked up the phone and called Circle K? I really would hope not because... Damn, you have to be very evil to call someone's work to try and get them fired. I'm pretty sure it's like trolls on the internet who saw what was going on and called on Morgan's behalf. I don't think she's the particular one who did it, but... There's been so many stitches, so many response videos. Morgan went out and posted another video talking about, oh, I would never try and get someone fired. I didn't call your job. But her attitude was still so stank. So obviously that pissed people off even more because they were like, first of all, you're not even apologizing to Selena for losing her job. You're just saying I didn't call there to get you fired. Like... It was a whole mess. Anyway, as of the point that I'm recording this, that's all my timeline, my For You page is talking about these two women fighting. And Morgan has now um, deleted the videos. She still hasn't offered an apology. But if you want to follow some drama, get on TikTok men. Search Morgan and Selena. Y'all, I hate to see women fight. I really hate to see women fight, especially Black women. But at the same time... I love when drama is not in my life and I can just be a fly on the wall. Like other people's drama is so entertaining. What does that say about me as a person? I don't know, but I am not ashamed. Watching other people's drama will always bring me joy. So what else has been going on? Let's see. Um, Thanksgiving happened. Honestly, I'm not a fan of Thanksgiving. This year, me and my husband decided to stay our asses right here in our house and not go to Michigan or to Florida to visit his family my African family doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. I feel like that's kind of half the reason why I don't really care about that holiday is because I didn't grow up celebrating it. So for me, it's just another day. And also the food is not even that good. Like Turkey is disgusting. First of all, I don't eat Turkey. It's always dry. It always just is so bland. Um, What else is eaten on Thanksgiving? Mashed potatoes, which is whatever I can make mashed potatoes any other day, you know, like it's not special to eat mashed potatoes once a year. Um, Green bean casserole is my favorite though. They put like green beans and like, what is it? Um, cream of mushroom soup and like French fried onions. That is hands down the best Thanksgiving food. Argue with your mom. Like literally green bean casserole is the best my students used to clown me all the time when i said that because they were like no black family has green bean casserole on the table and i'm like listen my black family doesn't celebrate and my white husband has a green bean casserole and that's the best thing on the table so let me have it because his family is from the midwest they usually do this stuffing it's like a bread with like chicken stock and celery please I can't even come near it. No thank you. What the hell is that? No thank you. I don't want soggy bread with celery. It's like my worst nightmare. I have, however, had um, what's it called? Stuffing in Georgia, in Atlanta, which is way different. They do it like cornbread stuffing, so it has like cheese and it's like it's so much better than what they do up there in Michigan. Like that shit gotta go. I swear. It's gotta go. And also in Georgia, um, they do mac and cheese at the Thanksgiving table. In Michigan, they don't do th- they don't do mac and cheese, like we gotta we gotta spruce, spruce it up a little bit. Maybe the next time we go for Thanksgiving with his side of the family, I'll offer to make a couple of meals or a couple of dishes so that I actually enjoy my meal. Um, <laughs> moving on. Anyway, me and my husband, when we do Thanksgiving by ourselves, it's the best. We wake up, I make apple cider mimosas because apple cider and apples are in season. And we drink that. And then for dinner, we go to a Brazilian steakhouse. You know the ones that they have like the, what are they called? Chulasc- hey, Chulasko-ria. churrasca I can't say that word. I'm sorry. The kikuyu tongue is heavy. We go to Brazilian steakhouses. I should have just left it at that. I don't know why I even tried to say that word. The people who go around like cutting meat and where we go is a Brazilian all-you-can-eat steakhouse. I should have just left it at that. Me trying to use all these big words knowing that my heavy tongue cannot do it, surely. Anyway, that's enough Thanksgiving talk. After Thanksgiving, my mom came into town. My mom lives in Kenya, but she's always at my house, I feel. Like, she's here every two to three months. Uh, so I never really get a chance to miss my mom, which is okay, I guess. I guess she really just misses me, but I don't blame her. I would miss me too if I lived with me for 18 years and then I moved away, you know? i was teaching her how to drive which was a very stressful situation um she is a shopper i am not my ideal vacation is going to a place sitting on the beach drinking margaritas and being left alone occasionally i'll do an excursion and my excursions are usually like hiking or something adventurous like zip lining but my mother's idea of vacation is shopping. That has never been me and that never will be me. Like I literally avoid the mall like the plague. But every time my mother is here, she wants to go to Ross. She wants to go to TJ Maxx. She wants to go to Marshall. She wants to go to the mall. I am sick of being her driver. Sick of it. So I was like, babe, learn how to drive. Get your American license so I can give you that car and you can room, room out of here, you know? But I drive a wide car. It's not like an SUV or anything, but it's wide and long. So it's kind of difficult to drive. Her adjusting to the other side of the road, plus adjusting to a bigger car, it was a hot mess. It wasn't. Actually, she passed her test. Spoiler alert. She passed her test. She did really well, actually. She only got two points off. She passed her test really well. But it was stressful for me because... I felt like I was teaching my 16-year-old how to drive or my 18-year-old. So I'll give her grace. That's probably how she felt when she was teaching me how to drive. You know, when you get into a car with your mom and your mom is like, Ah, stop, stop, you're going too fast, you're going too fast, turn here, blah, blah, blah. I was trying not to do that for her because that's what she does to me and I hated it. So I was holding my tongue and... I realized that holding my tongue keeps all those thoughts that I have in my brain, so I was actually combusting sitting there in the passenger seat is what was happening. I hope I didn't make her nervous, but... I was like, I'm not going to be the same way you were when you were teaching me how to drive. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. Like I was, I was having a hard time. I was having a hard time, but congratulations to my mom. She is now a licensed driver. Literally, she got the license like this. We came to the house and she was like, Chico, I need to go to the mall. I was like, here are the keys. Go. Congratulations. You're a driver. She's like, you're not going to come with me. I was like, no. She was like, but where am I going to go? GPS. You've been there i know you can take yourself there without the gps you got it she was like but what if but i was like no buts you have a license here is the car go Or you know that that song shackles off my feet so i can dance that's how i was feeling i was like i have been unshackled she is a driver i am free free indeed free in last at the end last free at last <laughs> no but my mom is great i love my mom um One thing that we really have in common is our love for TV. When I was younger, we would always like rush home on a Saturday or Sunday to watch um, telenovelas because they would come on at 8. So if there was ever an event that was going a little longer, me and my mom, best believe, were leaving at 7.30. It would be like, oh, we have to go home, running home to watch telenovelas. We watched Camila, La Mujer de Mi Vida, Cuando Ses Mia, so many of them. I watched. And you know, those things are long. It's not like a regular season. It it even season, so it's just like a show. I feel like it's an entire series, a thousand episodes or whatever it is, a hundred episodes. And you kind of have to be committed because if you miss one episode, you are lost. You are lost. And these were the days where there was no DSTV or we couldn't afford DSTV or anything like that, which is cable. We couldn't like record. We couldn't watch it back or anything like that you had to catch the show when the show was showing on tv yeah so we've definitely like always bonded over tv from a very early age and speaking of tv just the season where all the bravo shows premiere or come out and honestly i haven't been feeling it like the shows are just not hitting the way they used to i don't know if it's just me getting older or the drama is just like washed out and boring but let's talk about potomac in particular Real Housewives of Potomac. That used to be one of my favorite Housewives shows. But this season is just like, ugh. So they brought in this new housewife. Her name is Neka. She's a lawyer married to a doctor. She's a Nigerian girl. Now, you know Wendy. Wendy is another Nigerian on the cast. Dr. Wendy. She goes by. She's like a professor. She has a PhD. She's very well educated y'all tell me why they brought this other nigerian girl and now they're beefing like why are we putting the two african girls against each other what is going on so here's the tea there was an article published about wendy and her family and apparently they were saying allegedly they were saying um that wendy's family is osu and osu is almost like Cursed or like practices the witchcraft type of stuff. Someone named Ashley, who is a messy housewife in this franchise, she goes to NECA. And NECA, by the way, keep in mind, at this point has not met Wendy. She goes to NECA and is like, She goes to NECA and is like, hey, um, I saw this article, they're talking about Wendy, blah blah blah. Like, I don't really understand it. What is it? And NECA is just kind of like Oh, Osu means this, this, this. Not saying anything that Wendy is that or whatever it is, but being very clear, like if they're accusing her of being that, that's not a good thing, you know? So they finish that one-on-one, Nneka and Ashley. And then later on, Ashley has a party at her house and the whole cast is there. She pulls Wendy aside and tells Wendy that Nneka has been talking about her and essentially saying that her family is Osu. Bitch! you're the one who brought it up. Necker didn't say that. You said it. And now you're gonna lie to Wendy, causing drama. Obviously, Wendy is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, why is Wendy? I mean, why is Necker talking on me? Anyway, it ends up coming out that apparently Necker's sister-in-law knows Wendy and they're really close, but Wendy's pretending not to know Necker, And it's like, just this catty bullshit where I'm just kind of like, What is going on? Like, this is such a petty fight and it literally is becoming the storyline for the entire season. Um, Robin, who's another cast member, allegedly is being cheated on by her husband, but her husband pretty much tells her, yo, it's not true what these people are saying. They're all lying on my name. And Robin is like, I choose to believe my husband. All of us, the audience and the cast members are like, Robin, come on, wake up, girl, wake up. That nigga is a cheat. But anyway, if she wants to live in denial, let her live her life, you know? Turn a blind eye. Turn a right cheek. What's what's the cheek say? Turn a whatever. Turn around. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I always say things wrong. Like, I don't want to claim dyslexia because I haven't been tested for it. But I don't know why, like, statements are always backwards in my brain. Anyway, that's Robin. Robin is getting cheated on and she's in denial. Neka is fighting with um Wendy. I honestly feel like Wendy is threatened by NECA. NECA is hot as fuck. She is beautiful and successful and confident. And Wendy has always lacked confidence. I feel like she's a very insecure person. Her biggest accomplishment is her education. So she'll always come back with, oh, yeah, I'm a professor, I am a doctor. Blah, blah, blah. I'm on all of these panels. Like, I think she teaches at, like, John Hopkins or one of these big universities or whatever it is. But that's the only thing she has going for her. So I honestly feel like she's just being mean to Neca because she's insecure and threatened. But that's neither here nor there. Who else is on this cast? Giselle. Okay, so Giselle last year was fighting with Candace. Candace is another cast member. Giselle said that Candace's husband made her feel uncomfortable because they were having a discussion, or he wanted to have a private discussion with her, and he asked her to step into a room. When he asked her to step into the room, the door was closed. She started saying, oh my gosh, I feel like he's cheating or whatever it is. He made me feel so uncomfortable. That was her whole storyline last year, which is complete bullshit. Because first of all, you are two adults. If this man wants to have a conversation with you, you can say no if you feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's not. And they were also like at the reunion. It wasn't like they were in someone's house. They were at the reunion and it was like a break break in filming and he wanted to have a conversation with her it was nothing sketchy it wasn't like they were in some backwoods trap house and he was like your ma come into this room right quick you know what i mean like so for her to like push that narrative that he's a creep is first of all very below the belt it's below the belt i don't know what else to say um you ruin people's livelihoods with that kind of Those kinds of allegations, you know? I'm all for the housewife drama, keep it within the wives. But when you start accusing people of being creeps, it's it's pushing the line. You know what I mean? But she has the nerve to come back this season, Giselle, and be like, oh, my mental health. Candice, you and your family are ruining my mental health. Girl, you started the problem. Don't even. What about Candace's mental health? What about Chris, her husband's mental mental health? What about their children who have to deal with all of this now? You can't start a mess and then start talking about your mental health. Like, no, please. I'm all about mental health, but that one? Uh-uh. No. Sit down. Take a seat. Candace and Ashley don't get along. So the cast is kind of divided. They're filming separately. It just feels disjointed this season is just feeling disjointed and that's kind of the vibe with all the other um bravo shows i feel i really liked new york because of the whole new cast honestly i feel like it might be time for that to happen in potomac as well like let's clear or keep some i would love if candace stayed and who else can stay karen huger the grand dom or whatever she calls herself yeah, that's about it. Everyone else can go. Oh and Neka too. I feel like Neka is going to be torn up because people are already fans of Wendy and now that she's coming into the mix Neka's gonna have a bad rep but I don't think it's because of her doing. I think people will always hate new people who shake things up. You know what other show needs a reboot? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, I haven't watched that show in like two seasons because I'm so bored. Every time I try and watch it, I'm like so bored. The storylines are reaching. I'm like, guys, come on. All of y'all are like pushing 60 at this point. Like, let's clear it up. Portia is not there. Nini is not there. As much as they were not my favorite housewives, they brought the drama. And with a reality TV show, you kind of need that drama, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's what's been on my screen recently. Y'all, just a heads up, I'm going to be taking a couple of weeks off. I will be back in January. There's been a couple of issues with my podcast distribution, and I want to figure that out before coming back. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys in January. Eat, drink, be merry. Happy birthday, Jesus. This was Meet Me Here. I'm your host, Chico Boccaccio, and I'll see you next year. Bye!